This is day six in the How to Hire the Right Person for Your Business series. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the all-important live interview. This is really the final stage, the final hurdle that people have to overcome before you make your final selection. So the question is this, how do entrepreneurs like us who don't have an endless supply of cash, how do we leverage the best apps, virtual assistants, automation tools and systems to scale our businesses, increase our profits and have more time to do what we love to do each day? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Dr. Steve Day and this is Systemize Your Success. Okay, so in this episode, we're going to be talking about doing live interviews with your final shortlist of your applicants. By now, you've taken them through multiple rounds of elimination. So you're down to people who you are pretty confident are going to be able to do the job that you want them to, that they have the required skills, the required experience, and that they come across well on camera. And it seems like the type of person that you want to work, that you want to work with. However, I do recommend you still do a live interview with them. And the reason is, is the amount of investment of time and money that's going to go into this person the minute you agreed for them working with you. It doesn't matter if they're on a part-time basis, on £3 an hour, the amount of effort taken to onboard them, get them set up with the right apps, get them trained up on their software. It is all the same for a full-time person or a part-time person or an ad hoc person. You know, they still have to go through this entire process. And I will talk about that in subsequent episodes. But for now, just think, giving half an hour or 20 minutes of your life at this point may save you hours, if not dozens of hours, very shortly down the line if you get this wrong. So doing a live interview is something you miss at your peril. And I have fallen foul of this myself. I thought I would just speed up the process, ignore this. You know, I've done my, uh, my interviews by video. Why do I need to do a live interview as well? But then you actually meet people uh, sort of in the flesh, so to speak. They got through everything, but there's just something not quite right. And we had an example of somebody not so long ago, and they got through everything, and they got to the final. They got a job. They're working, and I didn't interview them. They were they were managed by somebody else, and I got to meet them after sort of a month or so, actually, because I had a manager who's managing, so they did the they did the um, welcome meeting and everything with them, and we had our monthly company meeting, and it just sort of stood out that this person couldn't really communicate verbally very effectively. And it was so blindingly obvious when I actually saw them, how it got missed, I don't know. But now because of that, either me or one of the managers managers should um, be interviewing them. In that case, they didn't get interviewed by anybody. It was just the pre-recorded interview. So I've learned the hard way. And that's why I now do recommend that you do this. So first of all, how do you book the meeting? Well, you don't want to be pinging messages back and forth saying, are you available on this day? No. Can you do this? No. So we use Calendly. Oh, sorry, don't. We used to use Calendly, which is a good app as well. But we now use Acuity. So Calendly and Acuity are calendar booking apps. They sync with your calendar, so your Google Calendar or your Outlook Calendar. And they allow you to then block out certain times for different types of uh, meetings that you want to have. So I, for example, um, if I'm doing a, a discovery call with somebody, I'll have sort of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and certain times that allow people to book in. If I'm doing my one-to-one coaching calls, I have certain times on the Thursday, Wednesday and Thursday that allow people to book in. So I, I can decide which type of call I have at which point in the week, how many of those calls I have each week. Uh, and in this case, I'd be basically blocking out you know, a morning and saying, look, 
pick a slot when you want to actually come and do the interview. And I want, I want to do the interviews back to back. So I'll give it a few days, send the link to everybody and say, please book, book a call by the end of the day um, at a time that suits you. And therefore, they can then pick in the calendar and you give them some other options just in case they can't fit that date. So you don't get this to and fro and back and forth. And so um, using an app like that is the first key to systemizing this process. So you're not wasting time trying to organize something. Once you've got your meeting booked, you then prepare for your meeting and just quite simply jot down some questions that you're going to ask them. Um, I recommend doing the meeting on Zoom. Definitely, you want to, have to be able to see them when they're having this meeting. You're going to go through all those sense checks that you went through before because even though that meeting was recorded and you could see the video in, the, in that pre-recorded, uh, so the, the asynchronous video, this live video is very telling because now they're probably going to be at home in the environment where they are going to work, whereas that other one, they may have done it out and about, you know, on their mobile phone and been somewhere else. But the likelihood is they're now going to be at home. And I would actually ask them to be at home during the interview. That's, that's actually something that I think is a, a very, very important thing, because you want to actually now be testing their, you know, their internet by their lagging. You want to be able to see the environment they're working in. And so therefore, you want them to be in front of the computer um, in the same environment, they're going to be doing day-to-day -day work with you. So that's another good reason for doing the live interview and stipulating that in the um, when when you book that call. So these are some of the questions that we ask, um, and also I'd introduce myself. I tell them a little bit about the company. Hopefully, they've read the, the the bio before. But I want them to get them. I want to get them excited. I want them to work for it. So hopefully, they've done that. You might ask them to actually tell you about the company. It's not something I've actually done, but I'm just thinking of this when I did an interview many years ago for a company called Sun Microsystems. They asked me about where uh, the company was going and they basically were looking at had I bothered to look at their company website and read a bit of information about uh, the company before I came to interview and I had them, thankfully. So the other questions we ask are why you? Why if we end up with two people who are really similar and you've got the same expertise, the same experience, everything is looking pretty similar, why should we pick you? You're looking for somebody who's passionate, who's enthusiastic, who really wants the job. You want to hear a little bit about maybe their backstory, about why this is so important. Next question. You can ask them, do you want to start a business? And if so, why haven't you done so already? And again, this is a surprising question because you think everyone would say no. But actually, as I was saying before, sometimes people are honest almost to a fault and people will often say, yeah, yeah, I actually really want to start my own business because they don't know what you're looking for in the answer. So they could lie the wrong way. And so they're probably going to be honest. And therefore, you can say, look, do I want somebody in my company who's going to basically leech off me and then start their own business? But like I was saying um, previously, that may be the type of character you want for a short term project. And you're happy to run the risk that they might then just leave at some point. But for us, we like long-term employees, and therefore it's not something we normally look for. Going on from the question in the pre-recorded questions, which is about what where do you see yourself in 12 months from now? We asked them a bit of a longer, longer distance question, a longer term question. So what do you want to be doing in five years from now in terms of lifestyle, responsibilities at work, and pay? So where do you see yourself in five years from now? And what you want actually is to see, has this person got ambition? Does this person actually want to better themselves, to progress, to undergo professional development, become a more valuable member of your team and get rewarded for it? And what do they want for lifestyle? 
are they looking to you know earn enough money to work five hours a week and you know that, that's all they want or are, are they looking to actually have a consistent regular income where they can buy a house and you know and 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 build you know a, a family or whatever that they want to do and so it's a really good question i think to actually pull out what somebody is about in the sort of medium term another great question i think you can ask and actually i think this question i borrowed from um rob moore um who is a, a mentor of mine and um a great uh, he's on i've interviewed interviewed him on the podcast previously um what one achievement are you most proud of in your life as and why so therefore you're looking you know what is their so what's important to them personally have they got anything they're really really proud of and does that sort of uh does that fit with the lifestyle that you can actually provide for them through the work you can give them another another great question again i think this one's from rob as well but what would you what would want to make you work for a company for the long term and conversely you could say what would make you want to leave a company um Another good question. So thinking about your previous jobs, who's the best boss you ever had and why? And you want to basically think, am I like that person? Am I not like that person? Could I be that boss again? And all conversely, who's the worst boss you had and why? And again, you're looking for somebody who doesn't fit. Um, what are your inspirations in life or what and who are your inspirations in life? And that is a good one, I think, to assess out there core values what who are the type of people that they aspire to be like that are inspiring to them so i think again i like that one and maybe favorite job and why would be the last one i would throw in there so again you're looking for similarity so going back through history what was your favorite job and what parts of that job uh, made it your favorite so so for example you're hiring somebody into a uh, manager role and they say my favorite job was when i worked as a uh, assistant in a shop and i love the fact because i didn't have much responsibility probably not a good fit um you know you'd be surprised at some of the answers that come out when you actually start asking people so those are questions and you really just you know it's quite subjective how you're going to grade those questions um but you you're really just looking is this person a good fit do you think you could work with this person and do they get good solid answers to all the questions that you ask um during the interview, you're also going to be observing some things, very similar things to the uh, pre-interview or the, the pre-recorded interview version. Um, so you're going to be conscious about lags on the video. If, they, if, you, if you're using Zoom, you want to be thinking, is this actually um, a potential issue in the future if the video is lagging at this point? Um, go with gut feeling. I mean, that's overall what we're going for with this here. Uh, we talked about this earlier, about professional conduct, so presenting themselves well, got background noise. Do the, is an office sort of presentable? Have, are they presentable? Uh, do they come over well? Their communication skills, their confidence, do they know what they're talking about? If you ask them specifics about their job, can they answer on their feet or do they have to like think a lot about it? Um, can they focus on the interview or are they getting distracted by stuff going on around them? Um, and I've seen that as well with people almost having conversations with other people, like, you know, waving to other people or whatever. Uh, and you're like, you're in an interview, <laughs> focus. Um, you know, I've talk, uh, yeah, language as well. Do they use good language? Um, do they swear in the interview? I've never actually seen that, but um, um, I have heard of people doing that. So that's probably not the sort of people you want who potentially could be in front of a client. It may be nerves, but also um, if they've grown up with English as a second language, I get this a lot. I live in Sweden. And so a lot of people in Sweden swear really, really prolifically in English all the time. Even little kids will say words you wouldn't want a five-year-old to say, but in, they say it in English. 
and they just don't really understand the the um, the implications or the the, the the sort of the harshness of the words they're saying. And so if they grow up in that culture and their mates are like you know talking with that slang, that swearing slang, they think it's just funny. But you wouldn't want that coming through, um, you know, when they're potentially speaking to clients and stuff. So that stuff can come as well. Um, do be mindful of nerves. You know, this person may be super nervous, especially if they're quite introverted. They've never met you before. This is a job interview. They may be thinking, you know, hundred things going through their head. This job may mean so much to them. They may just start messing up a bit. So I am a bit leaning if they perform really well on that um, pre-recorded video, then I can be more lenient about them being a, if they look nervous. And I know I used to be terribly, terribly nervous when I was in interviews when I was younger. So um, yeah, I try not to be too harsh on that unless they're coming into a customer service role unless they're going to be customer facing from day one, in which case they need to be bang on point from the minute they open their mouth. Otherwise, you know, forget about it because I'm not going to be training somebody to have confidence. I want to be, um, you know, bringing somebody in who brings value in at that sort of, that level of, of confidence. So that's it. That is pretty much in a nutshell how we do our live interviews, the sorts of questions we ask and also the things we're looking for when we're actually interviewing our people. In the next episode, I'm going to talk about how you pull together all the information you've gathered to make your final selection. And I'm going to include a bonus step you can do if you're still not 100% sure and you want to just put them through a final test before you actually take someone on board. Thank you so much for joining me and listening to this episode. I'm well aware there are hundreds of great business podcasts out there and you chose to listen to this one. And for that, I am truly grateful. Hopefully what you heard today took you one step closer to building a successful business so you can share your passion with the world and serve an ever-growing number of people. If you got value out of today's episode, then so will someone else you know. By sharing with others what has helped you along your way, you will grow your influence and be the guy or girl that everybody wants to know. So please hit the share button right now and also remember to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss future episodes. It's impossible for me to cover absolutely everything in these podcasts. So please do head over to systemizeyoursuccess.com right now and download the show notes, transcriptions and some of my best frameworks and systems for free. Thanks again for tuning in and being a part of this amazing community. Until next time, this is Dr. Steve Day and you've been listening to Systemize Your Success.